wait, wait, wait. Uh, all right, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me introduce the podcast. Uh, you're listening to Choke Artist Podcast, episode 43. We're in here. We have some New Brunswick heads in here, actually. We all the yellow boops. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Braxton and Gelati are here. Cool. Hey, what up? Hello. Cheech is here too. Talking shit. What up, though? Cheech, you're the official co-host of the podcast now. Yeah, I, I'd like to just say I'm tied now between you and Jeroni's only posers don't listen to podcast. I'm the four-time, 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 four-time only posers don't listen to choke artist podcast champion. Four-time. Well, it's always you're always cooking broccoli, and I'm like, yo, what are you doing? You want to like, broccoli? Yeah, you you definitely was cooking broccoli when we walked in. It's my Dana Carvey, dude. It's my Dana Carvey. There you go. Hey, man. All right, so we, we got a lot to talk about because you both have been pretty involved in New Brunswick for a while, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, like how yes. far? Well, we were we met at Barca, and we you go back to like we were talking about Livingston, the bakery. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, man. You told me about a bakery. All right. So I grew up on a street called Loretta Street, and well, I mean, my family grew up in Memorial Homes, which is no longer here. It was torn down, and then we moved to Loretta Street, and. Uh, there's a there's this bakery at the Food Town Plaza. That's right. right. Now now at the Food Town Plaza, man, you can get a lot of stuff that you need, right? There was a there was a dude named Butch. He had a white van with bootleg clothing, right? He was, it was like, yo, Butch, what's dope? You got these is nice and these is nice, right? Cool. You tell you all the stuff that's nice. They had all the shit. They, they had all the good Rodolfo's stuff. Rodolfo's Pizza, right? Was that there? Rodolfo's Pizza was there. You had Livingston Liquors. You had Food Town. And you had that wonderful bakery in there. Scala Pastry Shop, dude. Yes. So yes. you're a bit older than me. You're 30. I am 37 years old. Okay, I'm 28. So, yeah, I was probably a kid, but you, if you were going in as a teen. A little like, baby. He's probably in running around causing a mother. Yeah, chocolate icing everywhere. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. But then but then you came up in music stuff. Like like you grew up around here or Sure, sure. Yeah. I was born and raised in New Brunswick, born at Middlesex County College, which I mean Middlesex County Hospital, sorry. Yeah. Which is now Robert Wood Johnson Hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh my mom my mom was to school here, her mom was to school here, her mom was to school here, like, you know, we come all the way all the way back. Really, the slave ship time. I mean, you know, New Brunswick is a very, very old place. Yeah. You know? It's wild. It's real. It's yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Yep, selling them off. Called import the original import and export. Mm-hmm. You know, right off that Delaware Canal. Fuck. <laughs> 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 so when I- we're going straight into it. <laughs> nah, I'm joking, whatever, right? whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but uh, yeah, because I saw. Not you guys really that, though. But I mean, no, it's real. Oh, for sure. <laughs> not not a joke. For sure. <laughs> Heavy shit. But. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. yeah, no, I've seen you guys on some basement shows, spinning records. Yeah, and man. And like, I looked because I I know you you tell me you make you make beats, right? I do make the beats. Drummer first, but also some sort of producer. Drummer first and producer, and also a bunch of choirs. I think all of us were in choirs at some point or another. I man, choirs are huge. Choir. You yeah. know, no. singing. Yeah, man, was singing was like really good. Yeah, you get your yeah. little choir situation going. Yeah. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it helps your ear. But then, uh, yeah, so I, I do research before the pods. I looked up, you have a fucking Wikipedia page, dude? There is, a, there is a page. There is a page. There is a page. That's real tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done a bunch of records, been afforded the opportunity to uh, to make a living, and, you know, for me, myself and my family off of making records, which is exceptional. Anytime you get an opportunity to make make uh, art and you get paid for it is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Sustain yeah. life, make art. That's like the goal, right? Like, Making don't all go art. broke and do the shit you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. Going broke, it, I mean, it was sexy in the 80s, but it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, been dwindling. Yeah. yeah. The stock is plummeted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it looks cool great. on Twitter, but it sucks in real life real bad. Yeah. 
Also, too, on the like on the all this like Instagram, whatever's happening, shit. People are so popping out there, or at least appear to be so yeah, popping. It's a mirage. Like, click, 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 appear click, 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 to click, be popping. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Said it it's like want. none of them seem broke. Like, when's the last time you seen a broke motherfucker on Instagram? The, oh, they. I think they definitely broke. Because <laughs> rich people don't post on Instagram. They got better that shit is also true, Jelani. <laughs> no motherfucker in an Escalade. Every motherfucker in a suburban. Oh, or or Prius. Yeah. Priuses are. Or king. some type of Yo, electric conundrum. That you have the fucking money. You don't have the fucking money, man. Yeah, man. That's real talk. That's yeah. real talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with that shit. So, all right, you you were you did a beat on Lupe Fiasco's The Cool. Uh yeah. I or did like, three. Or, I did three tracks on there. Uh, a track called Gold Watch, another track called The Coolest, and another one called uh, Streets on Fire. Yeah. Lupe, long Lupe fiasco uh, contributor. Shout out to Lupe, Wazalu, all day. Uh, FNF up all day. And then, um, but yeah, man, like extremely talented uh, artist and musician, glad to know. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, your track record, like, that's not the only thing you've done. You've done, like, much more. Like, it's been a lot of stuff. You've been active since, like, wh- when did you start doing all this shit? Oh, man. Uh, I started, I saw my first deal when I was 19 years old. So, so you've seen a lot of change in the uh, music yeah. industry as a whole, right? Yes. Yeah. Really, the biggest ones being like format changes. You gotta, you catch. <laughs> you catch my first, my first record, I, I recorded on, um, I recorded on Real or Real. Oh yeah. You know, Ooh, yeah. It's like, uh, well, I didn't record it, but we went to a studio. It was out in East Orange. It was actually the same studio that the Fuji's used, yeah. um, during during their first project, during the score, and you know. It's really real. I mean, you know, in the, the my first audio engineering uh, courses in college was like really real stuff. Yeah. You know, which for listeners that's analog, like that's tape. Like if you fuck up, you have sure. to cut it yeah. right and slice. Yeah, yeah, slice and tape. Meticulous yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tracks. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No time. Bounce quick. Yeah. No true. tracks. Get in, get out. For yeah, real, man. that's wild. Jelani, how about you? Like music shit. Jelome. So yeah, I um, I'm actually from Franklin. Oh, well, not from New Brunswick, but yeah. I went to church in New Brunswick. You yeah. did. And so all people I know and grew up with. You're off that tabernacle. Pretty much was from New Brunswick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started DJing when I was in college, and I just kind of been DJing ever since. Um, love music, love playing different stuff, yeah. love playing in different places too. Yeah. Um, I love hip hop, but I feel like I don't know. You always have to be able to be open to new things and be able to play different stuff. Um, haven't produced that much, but looking to try to produce more just so that I can play it more. Press some buttons. Sure. I mean, there's an art to DJing, too. We were talking about it before. Oh, you yeah, got to yeah, feel yeah, the yeah. room. You got to yeah. make it seamless, you yeah. know? Like now, like what's what I feel like is happening now is like I'm a little bit older and you got these younger dudes who came up on controllers and stuff like that and they want to get back to split spinning with vinyl yeah. which is dope which is which dope. is very dope you know what i'm saying because they're seeing it like yes yeah, like for them the gimmick is passing and so like they're coming to me like yo how do i do this and this and that whatever whatever so like for me it's cool to be able to help you know what i'm saying get some of the younger dudes come up and even to see like what you do is being appreciated in a certain way because it's like that's what i came up on i like going to the record store buying records buying records here in new brunswick yeah. when i first started djing i was out near philly so i mean it's crazy even uh, i don't know i don't know how much you talk to your listeners about actually where we are and like what i'm looking at but i walked into this house you know this is this is like 
this place, we passed this. Me and Jelani, we passed this yeah. house for our entire childhood. We're from here, right? Yeah. So, we, you know, right. like, where this place is, we pass this place all the time. So to come in and and um and just see how you guys have this all set up and that, that records are actually being made and put and pressed yeah. out and they're coming out of here yeah. you know it is a is a great thing and, and it's a beautiful thing and it's something that uh especially being from from new jersey in general new jersey is constantly looked over yeah. this musically uh, yeah. and you have all this musical it's talent so Oh man, it's music. like the one shit out here. You're not for nothing. I, I met you guys 15 minutes ago. I learned more about you in the last 10 minutes. Uh, uh, a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> but like, just even the fact that like, yo, for real, you two are probably the first people that I know that like my older brother when I was a kid taught me how to like beat match and like yeah. tape deck sure. sample yeah. and all that weird shit that like nowadays like you're bringing up. It's apples and oranges but it is a lost art sometimes yeah. compared to what sure. you, like how art and music is made is made nowadays well i mean and fucking like yo for real dude like it, it you don't see that a lot anymore no. it's well, fucking rad. you don't see it but it's coming like like jelani just said it's coming back up right yeah. and that's one of the things because and then and then too like there's nothing wrong with digital either yeah like, like sure. whatever whatever suits and whatever whatever uh people use is is whatever it's it's more about the end product that's what i was yeah and and and, and we have not this conversation a lot there's yeah. like a red bull interview with mad lib and they're like oh how do you make all these things and what's your process like you know it's not what you use it's how you exactly. use it right i made this exactly. one album with like a 60 dollar two-track interface and put sure. a condenser mic on a drum kit and played keys and like yep. that's it yeah i mean yeah. i actually on the real beware like especially i always always like this it's like you kind of got to beware of cats who are overly specific yeah. about it, it, it kind of sucks the fun out of it it's a circle like, jerk too it's like what are we what are we doing yeah so, it does it's like oh well, i use this compressor on this thing it was like but how does it sound man yeah, yeah. Like, what's coming through the speakers and then also too how about the song yeah like, how yeah. does the song sound yeah you know what does the song want the, what gear does that song want you to use or mandate that use very true you know yeah. very true because there's yeah. things like what I've noticed too is like, yo, there's some people on controllers that are, from a DJ's perspective, on controllers that are dope. Oh, monsters. Like monsters. Monsters. Like, yo, peace real. out peace out to uh, to Brain Orchestra. Yep. Peace out to, to Zumo. Yep. You feel Good me? Like, uh, and, tra and Trash Supply. Jose Good Food out of, out of, um, out of Jersey City. Who else is out Latif. there, man? Latif. Latif, of course. Emilio. These are these are guys who use electronic, uh, electronic stuff, man, and not too many people can touch them. Yeah. You yeah. know? You know bad people. Yeah. yeah, like and and so like yeah, you have that reality of like yeah, controllers like it's not that you know somebody's own controllers or they're using more of a digital platform to do stuff. It's just the fact that they know what they're doing with what they have. Yeah. You know, maybe can be an art as well. Exactly. For sure. Very true. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying. You just got to stick with it. And yeah. the problem is if you're buying too much shit all the time, it's like you're not like sticking on one thing and finding your voice on that thing. You know, you're, you're just like, here, man. You're jumping you're ships too quick. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. And yeah. it's funny. It's the same fucking shit for playing guitar or drums. It is probably for fucking DJs. Yeah. It is. You I buy mean, whatever yeah. the fuck you want. doesn't mean you're fucking good at you can it. Buy the, you can buy a guitar that's like, you know, $10,000, man. If you can't play, yeah. you can't play. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. And you yeah. can buy a guitar from the thrift store for fifty dollars, and if you know how to yeah. play, it's gonna sell. Big time, it's worth way more. For real, yeah. for real. Uh, I give you guys credit too, because when I saw you in those basement shows, you had like turntables, and you probably brought down a, a good crate of records, right? Oh yeah, like, we brought some yeah. records down there. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's always a tight spot in those basements. Yeah, yeah. you know, shout out, shout out to the whole to the whole scene, the whole New Brunswick basement show scene, and just everybody yeah. who's in the in the basements and actually listen to the stuff and. 
and all the bands. There's some incredible bands some right good now. Good shit going on, yeah. Yo, man, there's some dope bands. Like Shred Flintstone is super dope. Flycatcher is killing them out yeah. here right now. Yeah. Flycatcher, I told the dude, man, if you play, if man, you keep on playing the stuff like that, we're gonna find you. We gotta get rid of you. We can't. We can't compete against you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you have the voice show. of a baby angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's a cool vibe for a show too. Like having someone spend records in between bands. Yeah. I heard like definitely played like something off like Water for Chocolate, like that Common album. Yeah. Some off The Shining too, and it was like it was neat. Yeah. yeah like, keep doing what you're doing. What do you guys listen to? What's going on right now? I'm like on some weird like. I'm dig. I'm going back in time, like on like some post punk. If like, you're going back in time, let me know where the motherfucking chip is. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, a lot of old UK punk, a yeah. lot of old like DC math rock shit. Yeah, I like Discord to. records. That's yeah. what. I'm like dissonant. I feel like rock has gotten too pretty in some ways. So now I just want like the gritty shit that like still sounds nice, yeah. but like. There's like people doing out stuff, you know, Yo, out of the box. I'm with it, it. Rise Records ruined everyone, man. If you can fuck up at the drive-in for me, you fucking yeah, fucked up. It's kind of like comparable to what you guys are talking about. Like these labels, production norms that just happened. Music became so overcompressed, like rock music. Yeah. yeah. Li- everyone sounds yeah. like has, and not like under underground shit will always be underground and cool because yeah. you don't have the fucking means to drop 10 G's to make a cookie cutter album anyway. But like. A lot of major label bands, they put out these records, they all kind of sound the same as far as, like, the vibe and the sound. Well, I mean, it, it always levels out, though, right? I mean, you can only compress with so much, you know? Uh, so, that's so, really, there is, That's why they call it a brick wall. Yeah, I said, you, know, it, you it can is only push wall. so far. Yeah, so you know? so once you once you hit that wall, everybody kind of calms down and it becomes, like, they, they level out. You and know? that's that's kind of becoming, like, not the norm, but that's another niche thing now is having the dynamic range again and all yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. I can you see know? waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's cool, man. But like, you know, I, I don't even think about that that sh- that shit anymore, man. Good track is a good track, good song is a good song. It's good, it's you good. know, whatever yeah. you do, dude. At this point, like, I could probably get down on some fucking like crazy ass dumb country bluegrass shit if it's fucking good. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. know, that's true. it's got to connect fucking, with people. You know, but you know, like, I love punk rock. I love fucking hardcore. I love jazz. But if it sucks, it sucks. Yeah. It's like craft yeah. beer. It doesn't mean it's good. Just you're just making less of it. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I'm like, that's dope. That's definitely yeah. true. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, you've been involved with New Brunswick for a bit, and now you you're doing like that festival thing you're talking about, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, during the month of April, uh, the Hub City Music Festival is going to be going on. We got uh, 20, 28 different venues. Um, uh, all around New Brunswick, which is something. This, I didn't even know there were twenty eight places to play music. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Some places are aren't really. You know, you don't really play music there every all the time. But we're making them into places. That's right. I respect that's that. That's right, yeah. man. You know, so um, I mean, everywhere from like Spinner Records to NJ Skate Shop to Hitting Grounds to uh, Dewey Mari. Harvest Moon. Yeah. I mean, Mari's um, fucking doing shows. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking it's, right um, on. Fat Americano, Deltas. Uh, who, who else is on their list? Uh, what's it's that? a crazy Ail- list on there. Is Alan Witch in there? Um, Alan Witch, of course, yeah. yeah. We got uh, Shred Flintstone playing over at Alan Witch. That should be dope. With Marsupial. You that's oh, going to cool. be dope. Out back at, at Alan Witch? Yeah. Yeah, that's Flexing. right on. For real. Yeah. And um, who else? Uh, I just spoke to David. And hopefully, uh, we can get Chamber 43 involved. Yeah. I go like that's we normally we pick one place from Holland Park. Cool. You know, just you know, because that's like the sister city almost. Yeah, so. for sure. That's Close where enough. I actually live right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Holland HP. Nice. Yeah. Chamber forty three nice is sick too. Like, that's a sick ass record shop, yeah. man. That's yeah. my spot. I go there quite 
often to get records. Yeah, yeah. I love. I mean, shout out to David Martin in yeah, Indiana. Shout out, shout out. Indiana. And then also, too, I mean, we get paid in records for that, for, for to, to, to do one. Um, like you'll get there and they'll just give you it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, I mean, David, he rolled up to me. He was like, uh, you know, because they do open mic situation. And we, me and Jelani and, yeah. and some of the DJs, we, we go in there and we just spin all vinyl in there. Yeah. He's like, yo, dude, I have to give you something. I was like, just make me an offer. What can you do? He's like, it's like, man, I was like, how about you just give me records? And like, we like records. So. It's like, yeah, man, I can just give you some records. I was like, word. That's dope. Yeah. So we went we went by there the other day to like get the records from the show. It was really, really cool. So shout out to David Martin. What he's doing is really cool. Andrew Spinner, what he's doing. Yeah. And then also, um, uh, what is it? Darren? Darren out of Reveler Records in Milltown. Have you been over there? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, he yeah, fixed yeah, my yeah, turntable, yeah. actually. This is the shit. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah man. That guy knows cool. shit. Check that out. He really knows his shit. Yeah, know? he's not playing around, man. Yeah. He's not playing around. You need that to kind of cultivate like a, a music community. You need people kind of like owning those spots and like turning people on the new shit and like like guys like you like to run a, a big thing like that i give a lot of credit to you. you're getting people involved in shit and like sure man i mean i give credit to you i mean this this podcast you know i can't i can't wait to almost want to end now just so i can tell more people about it it's a it's a <laughs> it's a very cool thing to to have uh you know just an outlet for people to speak about music talk about music and and then talk about conf- conflicting ideas and and then also too, just uh, challenges that may, may arise within the music industry and tour and the whole thing. Sometimes people got to get this stuff off of their chest, man. You know, yeah. you have you have people are are giving their giving essentially their lives and their experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. to these records. It's, it's important, you know. It's a very vulnerable place to put out a song. So, yeah, man. I mean, this is a this is a very cool thing. I, I was like, I was looking over there just at you have all these uh, all these boxes stacked up. I was like, yeah, that's definitely for. Definitely for some kind of uh, some kind of record, like mail list for your records. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. Thanks, cool, man. man. Yeah, I'll show you around. I mean, there's one more. There's two more rooms. There's like lots of rooms in this attic. But we like we were doing screen printing out of one mm-hmm. until I gave up on screen printing because like if you move your hand, I burnt the hole in that couch. Yeah, I saw that. I saw with that. the heat gun, I burned my arm. I was like evaporating water-based ink and breathing in noxious noxious fumes. In the well, attic. I mean, they, you know what they do have on YouTube is they have a tutorial on that. <laughs> and then and then what they do in the tutorial they say first they say caution yeah, yeah. Say, caution. also be careful have masks at Home Depot that for real just buy. You know? yeah I should get one of those masks yeah, yeah. dude I was like so dizzy and like 50 <laughs> shirts in like oh fuck this yeah, <laughs> yeah it was real dumb so. uh, uh, what he's referring to folks is uh, toxic fumes yeah I was getting high <laughs> and, and and very very hot flames beware yes, not safe beware be careful ventilated Sing rooms <laughs> stop drop roll touch a knob before you before you go through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I put out re- records like a couple a year, mostly like uh, like indie punk hardcoreish stuff. But sure, yeah, we did. Uh, do you know the Buttress by chance? From I do not. From West Orange, she she raps. She kind of has like a, a like Wu Tang style to her shit. But, oh man, I'm already a fan. It's and it's real like weird and kind of gross. Like she'll talk about like real vulgar shit. But I'm with um, that too. It's she got cool. picked up by like Flying Lotus. She was in like his new uh, his new movie. What was that movie called? I don't remember. He put the out name, this like man. real gross movie last year, and she's that's in cool, it. Though. And like, I think she's it's gonna like, like gore shit, some... right? Like yeah, I mean, I mean, that's yeah. been going on for a while. Like, like... They, they they screened it at. Uh, like Sundance and like had like a high number of walkouts because it's just like this fucking they can't disgusting. Handle it. Yeah, it wasn't even a horror movie. It was just like there's a part where they like a guy has a huge pimple on his like chest and it starts talking and then like this other guy fucks it. So there's a scene of like a, a guy putting his dick in his talking pimple. <laughs> Kuso, it's called K U S O. Me, me personally, that's not my uh, definition <laughs> oh, of dude, a good it was Friday. Terrible. I was getting yeah. fucking goosebumps. But teach his own. Yeah. Know? 
Flying Lotus is a dope ass musician, man. Really? You know, yeah. I've been really stuff. digging back into that Captain Murphy album. That shit is crazy. You know, I never listened to too much of it besides like the singles, which I loved. And Yo. then I didn't like listen to the fucking album. Captain Murphy, man. I mean, Fly Low is a very, very underrated rapper. He, yeah. he, yo, he can spit. The dude can spit. He's dope. And I mean, track wise, like, he's thirty years ahead. I, I really, I don't, I don't see, like, K. Trinata is getting a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, really, well, shit. He's just do man because he's yeah. extremely dope. Yeah. They, right now, K. Trinata is like James Brown. Who's you that? know, K. Trinata. You familiar with K. Trinata? No. K. Trinata is a uh, producer. He's based out of Cali. Super dope. He, um, he has like this incredible sound, and it's just beautiful yeah. he did collaborations with bad bad not good Sick. did collaborations yeah. with um i mean it's the the list goes yeah. on and on and yeah. on, on, on the with the internet with. the internet cool. um yeah. like he's a beast right yeah. and um one of the things uh just with with uh with katra coming in people kind of forgot about flalo because flalo hasn't yeah, come out yeah. with a project in a minute yeah but flalo man like you i know, mean who can he produce for you yeah. know that's just very very really yeah. You know whatever he puts out next is gonna be like real good too. Cause he you waits. Know? Yeah. You know what do you think about waiting? That, that's a. I, I was talking to a couple of casters about that. Just like people with, with everything moving so fast right now. Yeah. And it's just some you know like it's like a kind of OG OG talk. But anyone who gets older always wants stuff to go slower because they just saw how fast time went. That that's really yeah. what it boils down to, right? Like you see how fast yeah. this shit is going, and I mean, you know, like I, I like I blinked and shit. I went to tw- I, I graduated from high school twenty years ago. That is that wow. is crazy. It's wild. That's yeah. a wild concept. It was like oh shit, and then then you know, uh, we I just lost the first person from my high school graduating class. So it's like oh, okay, there's like mortality is coming. Like you know, we all live and die and we'll move on, right? Yeah. And the only thing that really stays and remains is this fucking music. Or music or art or whatever you put in the world, right? Yeah. So, like, waiting, you know, um, you know, sometimes uh, you had a couple of different projects that came out back to back. D'Angelo released a project after 11 years. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like, really, really, written really well. And he won a Grammy for that. And then De La Soul, yeah. they came out with a project really, really late. And then you Tribe had Tribe Called Quest as well. Yeah. So yeah. what do you guys think about waiting as opposed to um, not? Just look at what Blackstar just announced sure you know you got the lineup with mad lib now yes you know and taking that time and seeing like that tribe album i I don't think that tribe album could have been as good you know not for nothing like like yeah 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 five died yeah yeah unfortunately yeah but you know like everything they were doing before that between was dope dude but like not for nothing for a tribe album if they didn't take that time mm-hmm. to parse through the world around them sure yeah. you know i don't know if it would have been as good because you know the best thing about hip-hop to me you know on certain albums is how introspective it can be you know and like you were saying you you know how vulnerable it is compared to some other genres and what they're saying and you know it, it's well, it's con- yeah, directly word of mouth <clears throat> to the listener. Like, yeah. I think waiting isn't the worst thing because, like, if you move too fast, you can get caught up in yourself, and then you could be, like, off mark kind of. like. And also, yeah. I, I think fuck, like, a lot of this internet shit where you feel like you have to keep up with your presence because sure. it's, like, it's exhausting. and like yeah. It is. And whatever fucking genre you're in, you have to be in the moment, even as an artist. Do you really want to fucking play a song live that you fucking wrote 
two, three years ago. Is that interesting to you? Can you still perform that the same way and actually convey the same fucking dumb shit other than, oh, this is another fucking dumb thing I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You know? Yeah. And you, and you, until, you Not know, dumb, you know. I mean. Nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, opinions are real. Uh, it, it, ta- it takes, my, 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 the thing I always say is, uh, you know, you have to live life in order to make art. So, like, yeah. there has to be, there has to be some type of experience to, to jump to jump this this uh, inspiration that comes because you talk to anybody who actually writes songs, you can you can see through people very very quickly, on on if if they actually write songs and they write this shit because anyone who says like yo it's like oh, okay what's your process what did you actually do to write this song anyone who says to you like oh you know man it all came from me and they're fucking lying they're, 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 that's not the guy you want to listen to. Every person that you talk that I talk to is like that came out with like a hit record. Whether it's a hit record, whether you like like the record or not, a hit record, a record that inspires a whole bunch of people, because pop records do that all the time, or it's um or it's something that's a little bit more esoteric or like you know underground as we say. Sure. Um, it, it's they most most times it happens very fast, right? Like uh, the actual process of it happens fast. Now 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 putting it out fast is something different. Cause that that process doesn't happen much. You feel me? Like you're waiting for yeah. like the inspiration to strike. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So so, but what they say is like it happens really really fast. Like I was able to bang it out really really quick, and and I I don't remember what happened, <laughs> and and they, and they don't remember what happened because something else is amiss or awry or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, even if you touch an instrument every single day, or touch a production uh, tools for production every day or DJ every day, um, there there's that's for muscle memory. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there, there's something else that that lies in. Is like, okay, something else took over, and now this is definitely you know. feel that at times. I think they're like creativity and like executing things is a muscle too. Sure. Even though you can't force it. Like I've tried to force the right shit, and it was bad. It is and a muscle. Like, you it, know? Is, it is. But then eventually you can like revise and rehash. But like I think there is something too. Like when you get that when you get that idea, that little like flicker and you like run with it and like i've had i've had times where i was like writing like i have to finish this tonight or else it's done sure i'm not i'm not writing in that moment anymore and it's not true to what the idea is sure and and remembering and and also to the technical aspect plays a part remembering the quick keys on a joint and remember having having all of this knowledge this muscle memory stuff like knowing your instrument right yeah is okay now i can now i can actually pump this idea out when it does happen like that trust yeah yeah sure sure Sure, yeah. man. It's yeah. hard. There's a lot of it's a lot of people creating now, you know. Yeah. What do you think about that, man? Do you think everybody is? I think everyone should create personally. Yeah. I because yeah. because I like to laugh. <laughs> half of half of this stuff. <laughs> You're terrible. Real talk. You're terrible. Listen, we can't we can't keep on saying we can't keep on acting like everybody's stuff is dope. No, yeah, I agree. We must stop. I agree. Right? My dude. Well, it's my people, dude. People are trying to save face and they're afraid to be honest, but then it kind yeah, of di- dilutes everything. Go on. Yo, let me ask this. Okay, like, cool. Like, what do, when we say dope, like, what are we, what's the criteria? I would go dope? from person to person, man, but there is a hive mind, right? That, that is civilization. And there there are, there are, with this hive mind, there's some records that are mentioned. Right, there's some yeah. records that are mentioned every time, and they're mentioned every time because they're fucking good. Whether yeah. whether you whether you dig it or not, technically either either they're technically sound, either the songwriting is good, either the yeah. lyrics are really really good, either the recording process is good. Like there's something about these records. I mean, shit, how many times have you heard Sergeant Pepper's is a great record, yeah. or Revolver is a great record, or Mad Villainy? 
It is a great project. Mm-hmm. Like you hear these things over and over and over again. People aren't idiots. People are actually very difficult to fool. You know, so especially with music, like because it's more, it's it's a feeling. Yeah, like a connect yeah. a connection with the person. Yeah, like you can't are. talk a person into liking music. No. Like either they dig it or they don't. You could talk it up. You say, "Yo, man, it's my favorite fucking band. It's yeah. so dope and whatever." But and if they if you put it on and nothing goes, they that's just it. that's why I'm like skeptical of reviews always. Now, really let me it. ask this question: yeah. Do you think that you can put out something dope and put out something trash? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because I was I was thinking about. Have James you ever Brown. heard? Have you ever heard the Stevie One characters album? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Stevie, Stevie. I was I was thinking about James Brown and living in America is a <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But but it's also very dope because it's, because in Rock, have you seen have, have you seen, seen Rocky perform that in Rocky? No. <laughs> All right, listen. It's doing the Drago. Drago fights Apollo Creed. Now Drago he kills him that ring. Yeah, he yeah. kills him. They say please don't go in there. Right? Because this is what Van, this what Van Halen will do to you. Now he has James Brown bring him out, right? Oh. Eye for eye. <laughs> and tooth for tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Living in America. Yeah, man. God, that was 80s, yeah. though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is that was, yeah you never heard that shit? Like, I must break you. <laughs> the Russian. Come on, man. It's like Cold War shit that was going on. No, like I know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that whole arc. Yeah. This shit is ridiculous. He was dressed in an American flag. It was terrible. It man. was really, really bad. <laughs> it did not it was bad. land well. Yeah. Yo, but I mean, his hair care products must be amazing. Hold on. Was that a wig? <laughs> was that a wig in that movie? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't Yo, you have to. So. I'll show you Hold a picture up. of this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, listen. I don't know, dude's pretty. Dude's been thin <laughs> for a while, man. So, I don't James know. James Brown's hair in this. Oh, you're talking uh, James Brown. I think you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Fucking, oh no, no. Listen, no, Sly, no, 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 no. Also, too, Sly Stallone. Sly Stallone and, and Rocky in that during that period had a hell of a hair head of hair on. Him. Yeah, he did. He had a great head of hair on him. Italian Stallion, we will not front on Sly Stallone in this building. That guy can barely talk. He's a billionaire now. <laughs> Sometimes people swing and they miss. Like you could still like have a good career and like have some flops, you know. Yeah. And that moment, it feels like the end, kind of. But like, hey, you just keep doing your thing. You gotta stay true to yourself. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I'm conflicted, you know, because I'm a teacher, so I want to be like everyone make music, everyone make art. But then like a million voices on social media tell me to check out their album. Like, ah, stop. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear about. Like I don't know. It's tricky. Yeah. I mean it becomes um it becomes redundant, man. You know, you, you uh over and over and over like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, Mike, listen to my thing and, and and listen, I mean, I I love love to support to yeah. support people's music and whatever, but sometimes it's just like, yo, dude, wait. And you know, you come out you come out with a project, okay man, like like for example, if you come out with a project and then two months later and it flops. What I, what I mean, what I mean by flops, like the reception is off. Now, now with with the amount of exposure that happens right now to music, right? You can you can have if you have a good product, you're gone. It's like people will find it. What? It's incredible. Yeah, they will find it. You're very very true, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. So so if you if you have if your project right goes double plastic. <laughs> right, twenty nineteen. For the term. listeners, that's yeah. not actually a thing. Right, <laughs> that goes double wood, mm-hmm. and then, then the next, then in too much, you're like, I got the new. That's not enough time for me. Yeah, nah, I got to yeah. recover. Yeah, yeah, you do. You know? 
you got to find that moment. You got to have that time to digest. That's why there's a sophomore slump. That's why it exists. Because especially when bands get on a label, they put them on the road and they're like, all right, now you got six months, write another great album, go. And that's how it happens. You know? Very true. But is there even a need for labels now? I'm looking at this hair right now. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I mean, I this is know. just like. Because like, right? the stuff that comes out and I think the stuff that people are. Yo, I mean, it's like, definitely a perm. I'm just saying, how, how do you keep that hair like that? Yeah. We're looking at a picture right now, James Brown off the Gravity album. If you have that, pull that up. It is the it is the album that actually had "Living to America" on it. He's wearing a nice little uh, a little um, what is it? Gold is that a gold with a flower yeah, leaf? Little hold there? up, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. gold leaf. That's gold. That's gold leaf. Gold leaf. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Stuff yeah, you put man. on cars. Yeah. And we got the chiclet teeth. He's doing it real big out here. Jelani, what were you saying? Oh, uh, I was just talking about like I guess like I don't know. I think most of the so like labels that is there need for labels. And there's a part of me that says no, and there's a part of me that says yes. Yeah. Like, even from a DJ perspective, like, there's stuff that comes out on labels that's dope. Yeah. True. And that you play and everybody wants to hear. And then there's stuff not on labels that's dope and people want to hear. Um, I'm guessing, like, it just depends on either the listener um, and even what you personally feel about what you want to do. Mm. I think that, like... There's artists out there who, for whatever reason, may need a label. They just don't have what it takes to do the the whole DIY or the entrepreneur thing yeah. on their own. You feel we're also we're also privileged because we're in like a tri-state. Like there's so many cities within five hours anyway. Very true. Very true. You're, you live mm -hmm. in Denver. Where else are you playing? Like there's nothing yeah. in ten hours in any direction. Denver, Montana, Montana, Nebraska, Idaho. Yeah. Iowa, yeah. There, yeah. There, there's some weird pockets of of the United States and, and out, way out, you yeah. know. Um, but I mean, you know that 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 is has been squeezed together just by just by um well well by the internet and then also by everyone wanting to hear, uh, or not everyone want to hear. I'm sorry, uh, by the internet and then too by so many people putting out so much music. It's just like. Like I mean, how many bands can there be from Brooklyn? So so then then you start <laughs> then you start just looking in other places, yeah 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 like in yeah. on purpose you like it's me if else. I if I see a band like yo you from Brooklyn I, I'm not I'm not looking as hard as that band as I would because I'm looking for a different inspiration I'm inspired by the same things as a person is from Brooklyn where, where, was, where, yeah. where was Prince from. Minnesota, in Min Minneapolis. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you who would have found him? If exactly. You, wasn't. you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, like yeah, yeah. you have to, like yeah, you are, like for for at least for me, you always want to support home, at least, and you always want to have your ear to home. But there's always music that's out there in different places that you yeah. want to hear. Like one of the top artists that we look at and think is, I think everybody thinks is dope. Prince is from not a tri-state area, <laughs> yeah. like at all. He's from yeah. the middle of fucking woods. If exactly. you think about it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no right way to do it. But know? but I mean, there there is. I mean, for for a label. And two, I mean, I guess I guess my question would be: What are your favorite labels? What are your favorite yeah. labels in what era? You know, because because there, I mean, I had this discussion also too. Like, what's the greatest label ever? Motown is always always mentioned in that conversation. Sure, um, but I think that's that's a little bit too easy. Yeah, because that's more relying on on the play. They had an amazing uh, amazing group of players and some amazing, yeah. and the best writers ever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But like, who I like to think of is like early two thousands. Warp was on fire. You feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah. God damn, that's a, that's a hell of a lineup. 
or or mid two thousands XL recordings. It's, it's, I mean, that's mm. with like Seagull Rose and uh, Vampire Weekend. You got Tyler yeah. the Creator. You have yep. um, uh, what is it, Adele, yeah. and then and then um, who, who else is on that? Radiohead. Yep. Yeah. yeah. God that's damn. Diverse. That's a diverse lineup. That's the yeah. era where like you could have Merge, which had just Super Chunk pretty much for years, and then blow the fuck up Arcade Fire, all these exactly. other fucking bands. You yeah, know, exactly. all it takes is that one fucking band. Then that was also the era where m- more people trusted the label as yeah. ma- tastemakers, just because it's the first word that comes to my Curator, head. Like, Curators. Curators. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, that's yeah. a way better word. And like they curated that art and that. I style. wouldn't even say curator. I would say there was a there was a term, and you you guys are young younger men, but you you understand these terms or remember these terms of artist development. Yeah. You know you know every artist doesn't come as this true. this yeah. stockpile thing. Now now artists are able to develop on their own now more than ever because the internet is so powerful, and every question you could have is at your fingerprint. It's in my hand. Yeah. I'm holding the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Every question I possibly get asked is in my hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and every song that is is readily available anywhere in the world, pretty mm-hmm. much, is in my hand. It, 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 like we were talking about DJing earlier, dude. Man, you had to go to the record shop. Oh, yeah. You had to have the bread to buy that record, right? And if you didn't, you had to have me. I mean, we had like four or five friends who would all buy different records just so we could listen to the music. Like you yeah. really couldn't listen to it. You really would not hear that shit. You had to share. Yeah, like share. physically share. Yeah. Go see other people. Be in their house, be in the room, listen to the fucking record, listen yep. to the fucking cassette, mm-hmm. flip the motherfucker. And because you had to do that, you had to share, right? Yep. You had to treat people's shit right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. For real, for real. So so if you if you share if you share with someone and they fucked your shit up, you would never share with them again. <laughs> so people were very meticulous on how they kept their needles and their records and yeah. their because they wanted to hear the next batch, man. It's delicate. You know? Yeah. Uh, a professor, like when I was in college, one of my professors was like, "Do you have like listening parties?" Like when I was younger, we would just get a new record and people would come over and just listen to it. Like, I would like to say something about a listening party. We're starting one over at Tavern and George in their basement, a listening party. Just listening. Cool. It's not anybody spinning. It's not any. I would like. I would really love you to be like just really involved with it as well. Cool. Just so we can get everybody out and have have a diverse uh, a diverse uh, grouping of genres. As far as listening is concerned, yeah. but I think that's important. Like not not listening, not because not because of oh, okay, I'm DJing or this is a gig, just to listen. Yeah. You know, I think that's very important. You know, that's neat. Well, because you think of live music and it's different than an album. It's like two different mediums to take it in. But if you meet up for a listening party, you're listening to the album as like a piece of art, as a whole like piece. You it's know? Like a book club. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> less nerdy, hopefully. Scholastics, man. Scholastics. <laughs> Scholastics. But like, would people talk, or was it like everyone just hangs out, like quiet? Like, what's what are you trying to do? With I that? mean, there can be conversation. I mean, yeah. there should be conversation. There's gonna be there's gonna be some libations there, so you know, people get yeah, very so chatty. It's a hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool. hangout, man. It's not it's not like, is fuck all these rules, man. Yeah, it'd be exactly what is exactly what happens in the room is gonna be exactly what needs yeah. to happen. I think it's I just that. to bring back the art of just like listening to an album as a whole piece of art versus yeah. just picking out songs. Sure. Like one of the things like even that I do, like what I was always taught to do was to listen to whole albums. Yeah. Um, even as a DJ, like to just play the whole album. Like if you listen to Wu-Tang's albums, like 
as a whole piece, especially the first one that came out. It's crazy. It's beautiful. It's crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I don't know if people know or that understand. That liquid sword out. Yeah, like <laughs> it helps. It, it just helps you. It helps me DJing because it's like you get the feel of something versus it, versus it just being this robotic thing. Like of let me just find the best pieces of this, yeah. take it apart, and then do what I want. With well, it. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. A lot of the music that especially hip hop wise a lot of the music that um that came out hip hop wise would not be there if people did not listen through albums because hip hop is from sampling and there may be man you if you listen to a, to a frank like to to a frank zappa record if you don't listen to that whole record yeah. i mean that guy changes up so so often yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. so so i mean I, like i always make make reference to uh there's a record that a song that um uh frank zappa did called Mon- montana right now if you don't listen through that song you will miss. It turns into a whole completely different song, you know? You'll miss everything there. So as, you know, as uh, a lot of the producers are talking about your Pete Rocks, your Primos, your DJ Premiers, you know, um, uh, you know all these all these guys who, like, really had a foundation. And then some of the newer Dilla, guys. Dilla. Dilla, of course. Yeah. You, you, uh, your Kanye West and, and your Just Blaze and all these guys as well who, who are, you know, did a you know, new school. And, yeah. and also Knowledge, who's doing it now. Yeah. If they didn't listen through to the whole record, you miss out on half of the samples. That's when the juicy stuff is. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? true. Especially if you're digging for like samples. Do you feel like people are taking less risks now with music? Because we're like in the age of the single. It's like you want to get something that's going to hook people in. Or I don't know. Like you can put out an album and be like, these are the singles. But I feel like some people write with the mentality that every song has to be a single in its own way. Well, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think that people are taking less risks. I mean, I think, uh, my grand grandmother said, "Nothing new is under. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Meaning things like sure. continuously happening yeah. cycles. So, dude, this is disco. Disco <laughs> era had all singles, man. All singles. Come on, this is the same thing. Yeah. And then, and then before disco was, you know, during the 1960s, you had some 45s that went that happened. It was one single in that joint, man. You know, I kind of wanted to go back that way. You just cut two tracks. It's a single. You got your A side. That's your right. Side. Yeah. You put out a new fucking single every couple months, man. Yeah, no more into it. I don't yeah. think yeah, anyone does. Fun, I don't know any plants that do 45. I'm sure some do, but I've never like asked any plants like, what What do you charge for like to do a 45? I should be. I would actually be very 40, 40 like a 45 yeah. seven. Yeah. No, really? no, no. I mean, I mean, uh, like a single. What, what's it called when it's yeah, is it 78? Is that what I'm thinking? Well, 78 is the old school with the old weird no, it's a four, ass it's fucking a 45. Needles. Yeah, the 78 is like. Yeah, that's heavy. Like that's antiquated. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. you ain't finding no 78. With like the anymore. scratch. It's like you got to wind up the thing. Yeah, I have, I have a photograph. Yeah. Thomas got, Edison shit. I got one of them shits in my crib, actually, right now. That's I have cool. my grandmother's old. Uh, yeah, I got one back at my grandma's house, too. Yeah, fuck yeah. Those are fun. But yeah, dude, like 40, like. The old school way of doing, like, honestly, with the way the records are pressed nowadays, I don't know if, like, that old school 45 is practical anymore because it costs so fucking much to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think they do You got to just maximize that fucking potential and time on the fucking seven. Well, what's you know? this other stuff they do doing, too? Because, um, you know, peace out the Brain Orchestra out of, out of uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. He just did a pressing and Zumo just did one, too. I don't know if they both use the same format, but there's, like, a a process i don't think it's vinyl 
but it's the same kind of thing. But lathe? it doesn't. Wait, yeah. yeah, you cut it live. We did one of those. You listen to it, and they're cutting it live to the record. That's why it costs yeah. more because as they cut it, they have to listen to the album. So if you're doing ten records, they have to listen to it ten times. Oh and my like, god, that cutting. mixing yeah. process is crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. We have a buddy in, out of Florida that does it. If you ever like need it for anything, let us know. Audio geography like, studios. Like, yeah. You can do like what? Limited. You can do limited copy. Copy. Yeah, that's that, the neat yeah. thing. But it might cost you like. 14 bucks a unit or whatever like i mean I, it's it's better than than paying you know 500 for a plate <laughs> a minimum yeah, yeah exactly dude yeah Whoa. the minimum like and the plate ain't even forever yeah exactly yeah. the plate worn out and you don't even get the fucking plate no. man like, yeah just trust they're taking yeah care of it. <laughs> yeah yeah that's wild yeah ladies there's a video on youtube of someone cutting a lathe to like a a frisbee like they cut their the and they play back and it sounds like ass. It sounds bad, but you could hear the song still. It's like pretty. That's neat. pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you know, if you're asking, um, uh, I don't know, man. I I I think I I think it's uh it's the responsibility of young people, old people, all people, to stop stop with the judgment yeah. of the other. Me meaning like you know like oh. Old people are like young people. Oh, it was better when I. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was no, different. it wasn't. It's was different. People be talking all that shit. Like, man, it was so. It's just like, um, you know, like all the homies from. Uh, this is this is real. Okay, we, you know, we're all we're we're in New Brunswick, New Jersey right now. Technically, I believe, or right in between New Brunswick and I think Somerset. We're Somerset, Park. yeah. All right, so but you know, there there's been a lot of uh, apprehension just about you know the new New Brunswick. You know, I've seen I've seen New Brunswick as. A completely different microcosm than it is right now. Yeah. Completely. You know, like I mean, when I was growing up and when I was growing up, George Street had three triple X shops on it and and there was um there was like heroin heroin um yeah. addicts that looked like the Walking Dead. You ever yeah. seen you seen The Walking Dead on TV on yeah, AMC? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what George Street looked like. Now a lot of people are like, Oh man, you know, New Brunswick old school Nah, that shit is not cool. As yeah. a kid, you know, with a whole Absolutely. bunch of zombies around, you know. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's good, and then but then also too, you know, there was a completely different demographic of people. So, yeah. So, so, uh, so too. So, I would like to see more people look like me. I'm an African American man. I would like to see more people or, or us representing in more. When I when I went to, I mean, representing more. When I went to, when I was in school, it was 85 percent African American in public schools. Now it's 85 percent Latin based. Which is great and cool, but it's changed a whole bunch. It's sure. all it's it's been it's been a big change. So, I don't really have any any, but then again, you know, this is another thing too. You know, I mean, I operate. I understand that I operate really within a for, within a top five percentile of people of understanding, of understanding and compassion for someone else's plight. And not everyone is is like down with that shit. Most of the people I grew up with are rigid as fuck. You feel me? Like very, very rigid human beings. They won't even come down downtown yeah. because they were just taught not to come downtown. Yeah. You know, like there's people yeah. who would never ever um there are college students, I mean not not just put it on put it on, you know, people my age. There are college students on Eastern Avenue right now who have never been on George Street outside <laughs> of a bus. Yeah. Outside of a double E. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like for real. They would yeah. never go down there for any reason. It will not happen, right? So um, you know, one one of the things we're trying to do musically is make sure that these these lies, because they're lies, man, they're lies that are built into society in order to separate people. These lies are, are broken down. That's why we go into. That's why I'm thirty some years old going into basement shows and don't and we'll look we'll look at a nineteen year old like whatever, like yeah. cool. You feel me? Like I'm I'm here. I'm down. I'm down with you guys. I can anywhere I can support and help. You know because. 
Music is supposed to bring people together. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> you, yeah. you were doing uh you were doing like backyard barbecue things. I remember you telling me a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, about we that. did we did a bunch of those. We did uh fifty consecutive. So wait, so, so tell us what it is, cause all right, so yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I own a home on New Street, uh New Street, downtown New Brunswick, and um uh my my boy Zach, peace out to Zach Buzz, um, is this incredible dude who can really, really cook. Now, he he's OG, OG New Brunswick. Like, you know. he. All right, so Zach, Zach told me a story on how he was the first person to bring a skateboard to yeah. New Brunswick from Cali. This is, and, and he's dead ass. He's not joking around. He's, set, he's, he's, he's around 70 years old. I can't remember how old he is. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, I mean, he's an extremely fit right. human being. Extremely you would think, you would, fit. You would think he's 50. Being. Uh, and and uh, is extremely knowledgeable and mad cool. Um, and uh, he cooked in his backyard. You know, he had yeah. he had a place over in Hale Street for a long period of time. He cooked in his backyard, and he would invite anybody out as long as you had a couple of dollars to throw down for a beer. He would cook these really dope meals. We're talking about ribs, burgers, out of belief and just like dopeness, yeah. right? Um, sometimes it'd be salmon. Sometimes it'd be oysters. Sometimes it's mussels. Sometimes oh, wow. it's, it's shrimp. Yeah. Sometimes you got lobster. Who, yeah. who knows? Right, but you—if you put him five bucks, you got this meal. <laughs> and um, you know, Zach moved, so he didn't have the same amount of space that he did. He moved to a spot, and now he moved to another spot, and now he can really, really host again. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a supper club. We got to bring you a supper club. It's really, yeah. really dope. But he—he um, he was like, "Yo, man, you know, you got this space. You have this backyard. Why don't you use it?" And we started using it, man. We just started calling people up because it's right downtown. Started calling people up, and was like, instead of spending all your money downtown at these bars. So come over here, bring through a six pack, and then you can have anything in the backyard, right? So anything. So everybody will bring bring food. I mean, the most people we had in my backyard, and it's not too big, it was around two hundred and twenty five people, something like that. Yeah. Uh, we've had city council members back there. We've had we've had a bunch bunch of cats back there. Yeah. And then um, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes it's really really intimate. It's like seven people, ten people. You have a conversation about music or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we we would light a fire up, you know, when, when it was dark outside. It was really, really good. Uh, just convening of people and whatever. So we so the, the initial goal was like, all right, we're going to do 20 straight because 20 barbecues is dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, like weekends in a row or. No, there's not no weekend, man. I'm talking about a day. Yeah. <laughs> not no weekend talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is it's during the summer. Yeah. Why We're not? Like, fuck it. You feel Hang me? Out. Like, That's what you're supposed to do in the summer. Hang out. Every day. Like every day. Like so Zach will come over. Zach will come over around three o'clock, right? He would come over on a bike that tows other bikes. <laughs> Zach Zach also too is a bike aficionado. Okay. Dope ass like bicycles, right? Yeah. He would come to the back. He'd be like, all right, cool, man. You know what we cooking? And somebody would run over to Super Fresh. Super Fresh is two blocks away from the crib. Go over there and go to the butcher, right? Mm-hmm. Get whatever. Get the first round of meat, right? Which, I mean, you know, Super Fresh is very, very cheap meat over there, right? You get all that, <laughs> cook them up, barbecue sauce. It's already roasting, going. Now we're drinking some beers. We're hanging out. Four o'clock turns to eight o'clock real quick. We're still chilling, right? Now we got a nightfall situation coming on, and now we got fifty people in the backyard and a fire going, some marshmallows, right? Now we've had we've had DJs back there. Uh, shout out to to Pablo, uh, Mismatch and Nice. He spun back there. A bunch of DJs spun back there. Kojak, right? Who who's like oh, yes. one of my 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 new um, he DJing? Is so dope. Yeah, he's he's a listen. <laughs> so you got to go. 
You got to go to Kojak House, man. Kojak is a black superhero, man. For real, I'm convinced of it. That he's just—he's <laughs> so he's a superhero. So from New Brunswick, or oh man, Kojak. Kojak is not from New Brunswick. He's originally from Brooklyn, but he's just. Kojak is like one of the most exceptional human beings I've ever met. Cool. Um, and and I, I just knew he wasn't wasn't fucking around with life. All right, so I met him. I met him at a home. I, I got to tell you this story too. Like, it, I mean, the barbecues are cool and all, whatever. It was fun. It was really really fun. Well, but yeah, it's cool. You're bringing people together. That's yeah. what it was. It was yeah. like it was like all these. There's all these people that hang out at all these bars and and basement shows or whatever that only know each other from this barbecues. It's just, it was a networking event. Sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But Kojak, man, if you want to talk about vinyl, oh my gosh, oh my Kojak, gosh. Kojak's library and and his his knowledge of of vinyl is so far beyond it. Like, okay, if you got that turntable uh, fixed at Reveler, Kojak may have fixed that that turntable. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like he he's a he's a master at just like um at at, at repair, understanding mechanics at a very very high level. And um and he's just he's not there's no pretentious shit from it. That's you know people up. are like yeah. assholes about it. Um yeah. <laughs> you know, but he the first the first gig that I did coming back to vinyl, you know, was with Kojak. And Kojak is a very good DJ, like very extremely good. good. He's I, there's no I could practice for the rest of my life and not still not be this guy is not playing around, right? Yeah. So he, you go into his crib, he has all these turntables. I mean, he has maybe maybe 40, 40 or 50 turntables, <laughs> right? And from all different eras and whatever. Wow. Yeah. And so, but so the first, the first DJ gig that we, that we had or we did together was at Fado Americano. And it was with a Bozak mixer, which is, which is a rotary mixer. Like most most mixers fade, they do fader like left to right. Sure, yeah. This is like knobs. Oh wow! For yeah. it's extremely difficult to use. Yeah. Right. He's like, but it's the first DJ mixer ever, pretty much, right? And he's like, uh, I was like, yo, man, Kojak, I don't know if I can use this. Can we use it, Young Blood? Listen, it's gonna be all right. <laughs> Put the needle on the record. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Kojak is the illest human being ever. And how'd the gig go? How oh it? man, it was exceptional, man. It's really, really cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's cool. It worked out, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the barbecues, we did 50 consecutive. We did 70 total. Um, and uh, a lot of people got fed and a lot of people met each other. It was just. That's real cool. Right dope. on. Yeah. yeah. Now really let fun. us know what comes through. Oh, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. Summertime is about to go down. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. good It's probably not going to be at my house just because. I'm tired of having people in my crib. That's fair. That's fair. It's like living at a house where you run shows. Like, there's got to be a threshold. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's hard to do forever. Yeah. If you if you if you've ever run a show house, man, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah. What's that like, man? You had some fucking wild stories uh, from the Thunderdome yeah, I, Dude, everyone's cool with the crust punks, man. Everyone's cool with the crust punks. <laughs> fucking. How would you define a crust punk? Yeah, I would have known with this. Making a statement with their hygiene. Yeah, that that uh, you you took the words right out of my mouth, what, man. I mean, like, yeah, like yeah, yo, somebody that you you're talking ha- about not showering. Yeah, not showering, dude. Beyond that, you have to act so you have to try so hard to be crust punk that like clearly you could tell. Like you have to be so like bullet belt old school fucking days and days. Yeah, to be stere- not to be too stereotypical. You I guess. Yeah, it's I mean, like, you're you're yeah. Yeah, dude, but this is gonna there's gonna be a crust punk dude 
when you walk out for work or wherever you go tomorrow, and it's gonna punch you dead <laughs> in your you face. Say? He's gonna stab you with a fucking rusty for needle. For real. Yeah, that's fucking fine, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I ain't got nothing to hide <laughs> from a crust punk. But like, dude, yeah. it's it's the you know regardless of that, dude. It's not even crust punks. It's like the people that have to be like, yo. Regardless of what you're into, the people that have to try so fucking hard that they take it personally that they might think that they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean, dude? So, like, and, yo, like, fucking, you know, some people want to come to a... Some people move out because they fucking, you know, they have no place to go. Some people move out because mom and dad are fucking fascists. And if you think you're, like, mom and dad are fucking fascists just fucking because, dude, you're you're probably going to be a dick when you go to other people's spots when they're trying to host you. And, like, yo, we had a house where people were coming out, like, 200, 250 people some weekends. And at a certain point, dude, like, they want to have fun. They want to do their thing. Yeah, no fucking problem with that. But remember, you're not at fucking, like, you're not, like, House of Independence. You're not at a, like, you're not not at a venue. You know, you're you're at somebody's fucking house, dude. Or, like, the amount of times you hear crazy-ass stories, like, somebody spin kicks or fucking fucks up the water heater, water sprays everywhere. Austin. That happened to us one show too. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, you know? hold on. Somebody, Excuse me. Yeah, some kid. Now, see, somebody did it in my house, man. There's also two some cats, man. I grew up with that be at the barbecues, <laughs> and we would have to put the mitts on those guys. <laughs> Handle your business, man. <laughs> Handle your fucking business. The guy got to get out. We're not. We're not talking about hurting anybody. We're talking about moving people out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, and that's the thing. Some people are just like, oh, they're cool. They're just hanging out. They're just having fun. It's like, no, motherfucker. This is my fucking house. Yeah. Respect the space, or else it's not gonna happen next week when you want to hang. Yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Like. And that's the fucking thing, man. Like, you know, I, I've seen it happen at a show in New Brunswick. Um, you guys, I wasn't there at that show. I think something happened at like a Days and Days show. No, no, uh, that was a smoke bomb at the Days and Days show. Yeah, and then there were... Why, why would you... Yeah, what why the would hell? Do that? Yeah. 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 Or, or like fucking at the show in Austin, somebody <laughs> no. kicked in the fucking water heater. Water started spraying all across this venue. Yeah. Venue. This, this kid's this fucking basement. Wow. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And... You know, like it's like you want people to have fun, but you don't want to fucking destroy your house. Yeah, there's so. fun and there's like nihilism, dude. Yeah, yeah, and like if you're at a venue, if you know you can like kind of have fun and like still not break shit, yeah, go yeah, for and, it. And but. this is coming from probably the most self-destructive person yeah, in I've the fucking room. I've seen you break a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean like I'm yeah. assuming you break a lot of shit. Yeah, my yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Break your own guitars. Shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I get not, you know. Yeah, do it at your house anymore. Well, I mean, listen, I'm I'm glad to host people, but not not that many people. And then also too, Zach has like the perfect yeah. spot to host people. Sure. So yeah. we're bringing it over to the Zach Supper Club. It's going over there, right? Cool. Yeah. Which is right down the street. And it's like it's like off commercial, yeah. which is like you know it's like Douglas Land. Yeah, yeah talked back a little bit. Like, well, what yeah. I think you propose things to people as oh Supper Club, they might come at it a little bit differently than punk rock show at the basement oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably like you know, a little people bit of a, know yeah you're off the know. fucking bat you let them know like hey man we're here to fucking chill the fuck out you yeah, know sure. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. hang out you know meet some motherfuckers have so, a conversation so okay so this has happened multiple times with this flooding situation or this is one time in particular but we've we've played i know a of a good three or four apart. Houses where specifically the water heater what? got kicked the fuck in and water sprayed everywhere. Yeah. Who was playing? Do you remember? Uh, this is over the course of like fifteen years. Yeah, probably, this so. this sure. is um the one show. I guess poor Jeremy. 
yeah, with us. Yeah, it's like a Boston ska punk band that we played with. It was Word. fun. Kids were having a lot of fun. Until yeah. Oh, well, well, I'll tell you well, what. Well, the pipes ripped out from the ceiling. The hosts of the show yeah. were so nice until the pipes burst, and they were like, everyone get the fuck out. That's the <laughs> yeah. And then also, As too. As he should. Also, yeah. too, can I say something that's, that's very alarming, right? I don't know if you guys know, but if water hits an electric guitar, man, oh, certain yeah. way, while you're holding it, in there, you are a dead man. How to play a <laughs> like, show. Dude, how to play a show in Seaside Heights in front, literally three feet in front of a fucking pool where oh. they just put a bunch of tarps down in front. On, like, they put the fucking monitors Yo. on the fucking tarps. And we're if just standing drop, there being like, we're dead. We're dying if you tonight. Drop a beer, <laughs> if you drop a beer on that guitar, you're ghost. No more. I don't you. want those type of problems in my life. Yeah. No, I don't think everyone does. Yeah. Okay, so what? Um, I'm sorry, man. What's I your closest like... near death experience playing live? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. We on it now. Yeah, I got, I got one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me hear that. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers are talking about Water. all kinds. Of shit. Mine was even water heaters. Fucking rock, rock related. <laughs> yeah, it gets, it gets wild. Mine was more just not to. I have Crohn's. I don't have a you guys. I have Crohn's disease. So, yo, I was in the hospital, like in and out, like three times in a year, and I'm playing a show when I shouldn't have been. Crohn's is like an inflammatory bowel disease, so my intestines swelled up. I couldn't get any food through my intestines. I'm playing a set, and I just start fucking throwing up on my snare drum, Jeez. like puking. And then I'm hitting the snare drum, and vomit is bouncing back into my oh face. Oh, my Hang on goodness. one moment. Hang on. I would, like to, I would like to say that. Hold on. What's your ringtone right now, man? Uh, Mario. That motherfucker's gonna call me back. But which ringtone, though? Uh, Mario. A, uh, generic Mario ringtone. Gamma beat. You got real eight bit just on us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so okay, so projectile vomit on yeah. a snare drum. Real bad. Yeah, bouncing everywhere. Then I was taken to the hospital, and then I was like put on bowel rest. I couldn't eat for like a week or something. Holy but shit. that that was me being reckless. As far as like getting hurt at a show. Damn, Crohn's is like that. It's fucked up. Yeah, I one can't my, drink. One of my like, one of my little sisters like has not my actual little sisters like my little my little sister like someone I really really love and respect has Crohn's, and she she tries to explain it, and I mean I don't think you just really can I really from what you're saying you just can't I would never be able to understand it. Yeah, that sounds true. like uh, it sounds like it sucks. I thought you were going to say the show where my old band played with Best of the Worst and your colostomy bag exploded on the drum kit. I, I really thought I was so Wait, close you, to being like, I fucking got I, Yeah, for six months. So I never slowed down even when I was really sick. I'm still like sick. I need I need a fast rewind on the whole situation. I had a, I had a, oh, damn. We got to tell him. But, oh, fuck. Dude, all right. You got to bring it all the way I had back. A, I had an ostomy bag. So I had an emergency surgery. My intestines burst. They cut 18 inches of my intestines out. They gave me a, a shit bag. Like, I have a scar here. So I pooped in a bag for like five months. Hmm. But we played a show. You live quite the life. Yeah, it's wild. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck interview with me. What fuck are we, punk. What are we you come to do my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, I don't even have. I'm going to start a podcast dude, for this. Uh, I am punk. <laughs> but dude, I was such a little <laughs> shithead. I was like, what I don't care. Fuck? I'm still going on tour. So you then, went on tour with the bag. I don't know if I went on tour with the bag. But we did weekends. We played with you guys in Philly. And I yeah. did like Baltimore. And yeah, it burst during the show. I, I stood up and I like, it's just all over myself. I had to drive home to Philly. I shit my shirt, which I didn't know was possible. You could <laughs> shit your pants. I didn't know you could shit your shirt. So it was just like real dirty, real greasy. But um, anyone else have a story about almost killing themselves before I. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I got I got another. After that, I'm not. 
I don't know if nope. that was. Y'all have found Podcast me blackout drunk in bars before where... Yeah, you've, yeah. Yeah, you've had and, some and sets like, where, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, Detroit, or, or what was that? Wisconsin? We, yeah, Wisconsin, that was Della, it. Della, Della Van, Van Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I think it's happened in Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> these weird pockets of America. Was, what uh, else can you do except fucking blackout drunk? Yeah, <laughs> they find me in a bar somewhere buying shots of fucking Jim Beam for everyone, and I hate Jim Beam. So that's my recourse. I think I'm pulling a prank on everyone by buying them shots of things that I hate. I hate but I'm yeah. buying them fucking drinks. So. Buying them a lot of drinks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you probably in, probably in places where you don't even remember? Uh, you play some no, weird... no, that's the problem. I do remember. Uh, that's the problem. I do remember. We play some weird cities, though, for sure. <laughs> it's cool to see the country. It's cool to see not major cities, like travel yeah, around the country no, and see like, like some weird thing. suburban you shit. Road, you see the most suburban Walmart fucking things. And oh, you know about that Walmart feet? Fuck. But that what? You know, you know about Walmart feet? No. Walmart people, feet. Is that people with Walmart kind of shit? Oh, no. It's Walmart feet is just like people Ooh. with dirty bottoms to the feet. They just walk, walk in Walmart with no. Yo, I'm not even joking around. Like, I'm not damn. part of this. It's not, it's not at sure. all. It's, it's real. It's just dirty feet. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> shit is crazy. No, I am. It's like, so no, no. I don't have I don't have fucking Walmart you feet. Can spot it, but but I can spot it out because I went to school in Virginia, I man. Spot oh, you did? Okay. I know exactly That's what's going fair, on out man. there, man. You see it down there. For real. Yeah. Yo, you go shit. south enough in Jersey, I feel it's the same thing, man. Oh, yeah. You go down to like yeah. that Stockton shit. Oh, it didn't take too south either. It didn't take too much. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go, I mean, Edison starts getting weird immediately. <laughs> you know, I'm like, off jump. <laughs> Peace to everybody out of Edison, man. man. Hey, like, yo, son. Is it not, though? I think it's Edison. Edison is strange. <laughs> it's strange out there. Oh, when you, know? you go deep in Edison, yeah. Yeah, like, so oh, you know, Edison Like 20 minutes like... off Route 1, yeah, and those yeah, back... So I've actually went to some restaurants and no, weird you're, vibes. You're at 10 minutes south of fucking Ocean County. You might as well be in, like, Georgia, Louisiana sometime. Wow. Yeah, man. South Jersey is yeah, Delaware, at least. Boonies. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah it gets strange out there. Really, I, anywhere outside of a major metropolis is strange. You yeah. know? Well, not strange. I mean, the, you catch, like, like, pockets just like what you said, like, incredible folks, you know? And, uh... As long as you remember that you can be buried. And let, oh, okay. I got, you know what? I just, okay. I just remembered. This is not even, this is not a, it, like for a show. I guess I was on the way to a show technically. Mm-hmm. So I've driven across country four times, right? Yeah. Just so eight mu- revolutions. Music stuff or just so traveling? Well, I mean, always to either transport a vehicle somewhere. Like, I, like okay, I'm moving from Chicago to LA, I need my car out to sure. out in LA kind of thing. Yeah. Man, okay. So this time I was alone. <laughs> this is crazy. Alright, so coming out of Utah, this is a stretch of eighty miles with no gas station. Now if you don't know if you don't know about this shit or you miss that sign, you are shit out of luck. Yeah. We're talking about land where there is nothing there. There's nothing there. Oh, okay. There's no motherfucking lights. There ain't no nothing. If you go missing, they're not going to know for at least a day. They're not going to know. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and that, that's just being, that's like if you're someone who's very important. I'm not. So, <laughs> they may never find your ass. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, driving out there, I miss this fucking sign. I'm on the phone. Uh, I'm on the phone with a friend. Right? And I'm looking at I'm looking at the navigation in the car, and it just, everything's just black. It's black and a dot. Like I'm the dot. Okay, now surrounded by nothing. Nothing. 
nothing, right? Yeah. And also, too, I mean, shit. When you when you travel across country, I normally stay on the phone or keep someone on speed dial. I mean, me being an African American man, we're talking about these weird places outside of metro <laughs> yeah. metropolitan places. Yeah, shit can get a little squeaky out there, brother. Sure. Yeah. It's just real talk, right? <laughs> real. So I want somebody close. So at least it'd be some kind of documentation of where I am and where I was murdered, <laughs> right? It's real. Yeah. So going, I'm seeing this dot. I'm like, man, you know, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing a uh, gas station. I'm like, all right, cool. We call up my friend. Where's the next gas station? I can't really look on my phone. That should, that's irresponsible. And these roads are winding. And the speed limit was like 80 miles an hour. Like when you get to when you get to those parts or whatever, they're trying to get you out of their state. So the speed limit is 80. You could do like 90 and they won't even care. Wow. So this was a little bit more weavy. It's probably like a 55 to a 65 situation. And I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, Pee Wee. What was it? Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yes. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Some large March shit? Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check it out, okay. Not even a large March. It's the, it's the one with the, where the signs kept changing. Yeah. yeah right? First it's like falling rocks. Then it's like tipping yeah. your vehicle. It was that kind of thing. I kept on seeing these signs. I'm like, whoa, these are some weird-ass signs. I've never seen a sign like that before, right? Where's the gas station at? Uh, Yeah, the next uh, gas station is for 40 miles. What? What? Say again? 40 miles. 40 miles. Now I got I'm in a I'm in a fucking sports car, right? Gas guzzler. Yeah. And I got like it's right in between a quarter and a half. It's like right there. I ain't going to make it cuz I already know I'm like oh shit, I'm not going to make it. So, what do you do? You open up your windows real quick, you take off your AC. You now you now you're down to bare essentials. You turn off your radio just in case it works. Yeah. That's not a thing, but if it was <laughs> just in case, uh, yeah. right? Every every precaution you could do. So I fucking made it. I pup put into this gas station, right? Now I am in the middle of nowhere, USA, right? Yeah. In a red sports car, walking around white black. It's a real thing in Utah. <laughs> I slide into this gas station, and there's no cars. There's lights. You hear the beep. There's no music playing, nothing. I go inside. They have like a little convenience store. You know, there's a flickering light in the back chilling no one was there no one was there for 30 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes and now the, there's also two like this um there's the screen the screen with the camera like pointed at me at the thing <laughs> i was like this is a fucking shining right i'm gone it's a wrap yeah right it's also two cell phone reception is nils right yeah, <laughs> it's like there's no yeah, more of that nothing, yeah. so after 40 minutes I hear like this rustling in the back, right? I'm like, oh shit, game over, game over. Tell my mama I love her, right? <laughs> <laughs> a dude comes out, he's the attendant. He's like, yeah, man, I take a wicked shit. Takes my takes takes his thing, takes my money for gas. All cool, but I thought I was gonna perish. It's scary, man. It's very scary. <laughs> yeah. Very scary. There's, there's a lot of nothing in the country. I yeah. ran out of gas twice over the summer. I drove cross country. Sure. One like three hours outside of Portland. Uh, didn't take an exit. I was with my girlfriend, and then I fucking pull up Lyft at 2 a.m. middle of Oregon, and she's like, "You think there's gonna be fucking Lyft drivers? <laughs> that's how oblivious. That's how privileged. Like tri-state New Jersey. Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, someone in Lyft will get us. Three like middle of fucking nowhere, mountains everywhere. No one. We had to call a, a taxi guy to drop gas off to us, and then I ran out of gas driving to McAllen, Texas, which is where those fucking like deportation centers were like remember all those videos that were making circulations oh uh, yeah we were fair. driving to McAllen. we were playing a show down there and um 
we turned around because we, we were like, we're not going to make it to McAllen. And we had to go through like immigration. Like they were checking us because you're like 20 minutes from Mexico. And that's when that shit got really fucking real for me, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's really real all the time. But like seeing like cops walking up, immigration, deportation, dogs sniffing the car. They were like grilling us and shit. And I was like, yeah, we had to turn around. We weren't going to make it to McAllen. And they were like, you're right. You weren't going to. We literally were, we have a van, we're pulling the trailer and we coast into the gas station, like going 10 miles an hour. I coasted. I was out of gas for two miles. And luckily, we were going like 65, and we just made it. Like from the deportation, from the immigration checkpoint, it was probably like another 10, 15 minutes. It was the scary. Checkpoints, those checkpoints are, are real, yo. Like, Dude, yeah. New Mexico game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I mean, I one time, you know, you know, we've I've, I've smoked marijuana before. It's happened. We're probably, maybe we're smoking right now. I said we were going to I, I, mean, I said we were going to talk about hey, this, yo. but. Who cares? Who cares, man? I'm having an ice cold beer. It's 2019. Yeah, it's 2019, dude. And also, too, is it? Hold on. Is it the whiskey that we're drinking? Is there any more whiskey? You want me to grab that? That would be yeah. incredible. Yo, you grab that. Let's just, I just want to be real people right now. I want to be myself. And, um, yo, first of all, thank you so much for inviting us out to this thing. This, is, like, yeah, this uh, is real cool. This is very cool. I'm glad to have you guys And this cool. couch is very comfortable. Deportation, right? I was, uh, peace out to Brian Mayfield. Brian Mayfield, uh, um, owns this, like, has this dope production house. It just did the new Weezer video. Super ill human being. Like, uh, we were roommates for a second out in L.A. Cool human, right? Yeah. We're driving. We're <laughs> in, like, New Mexico. And coming on these checkpoints. And for some reason, I thought, like, the handout was, like, a come on, but it was actually a stop from the, from the uh, security guy. <laughs> that's it. And I wasn't good, and it wasn't good. He was like, pull it over. Now we have been smoking in that car, man. We've been, we have been burning it down, right? For states, <laughs> we've been burning it down. Now, now the ultimate road snack: if you take a jar of peanut butter and a package of Oreos and you dip the Oreos inside of that peanut butter, things happen. All yeah, types yeah. of magic happens from that, right? Thank you. You just want it. We're just going. We just drink straight out of this now. I bring shot glasses, up, man. That's all you. I got you. All right. This this is just crazy. He just handed me a bottle of whiskey, so I was just going to drink out of his <laughs> full bottle of whiskey. Careful, everyone. I guess we're just having a good time. So, now nah, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm with him, though. So, um, yeah, man. So, we've been burning it down. We have something in the trunk of this car now, but also, too, I have a bunch of, like, just stuff. There's, like, suitcases and stuff. And the ultimate transport for any uh, any marijuana is Murray's hair grease. I don't know if you know about that or <laughs> no, not. Oh, dude, yeah. Stick it in the fucking... I, I mean, I know about it. In, that or a jar of peanut butter, you get that over the border. There you go. So, I'm not even fucking with so you. I got, so I got, two, I got two, different, two different guys that he just mentioned. Peanut butter yeah. is one, right? And I'm eating these Super Oreos chunk. with this thing. Yeah, for real. And, okay, so these dogs. <laughs> these dogs are real, right? So what they do is, what they do is the Border Patrol, if they're real, really serious about you, they'll take you out of the vehicle. Right, and they open all the doors and the trunk, right? And they start going through everything that's in the car, right? Now they can rip your car up if they want to, but these guys are nice. So, and also too, I have Illinois plates on this car. Like Lou had given me this car, yeah. Lou and and Chill, free Chill all day, gave me this car, and I'm going from and I got Illinois plates on the, on the car. Going <laughs> through New Mexico, right? Right. It looks crazy. It looks crazy. It wasn't even a lot of weed. It's like a dime sack of weed that we had gotten from whatever spot we stopped at last. 
dude, these car, these um, these dogs are in this car, right? He's like, yo, man, how come my dog's going crazy? This guy says to me. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I was like, man, there's peanut butter and Oreos in the front seat. Right? Yeah. The fuck? He's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not that much, it's not that much training in the world. He's a, he's a canine. Yeah, no matter what. He's like, how come you have Illinois place on it? It's like, man, you know, it's the only time this has actually got me out of anything. It's like, man, you know, uh, I produced some records from a guy out there. Woohoo. Lupe. Oh, they let us go. Nice. They let us go. They shouldn't have let us go. They shouldn't have let us go. Damn, you're lucky. Illinois plates yeah. with the New Jersey ID. Yeah, that's you're a lot tripping. of curveballs. Yeah. A lot of curveballs. Yeah, man. Nuts. And to like, listen, riding with an interracial friend group anywhere outside of a major metropolis yeah, yeah. is not a good idea. <laughs> now, if, you, if you're going to be all black people, be all black people in that car, man. Right, but if you're mixing up humans, I know, I know, I know that. I know you know what I'm talking about. If you're mixing up humans in that car, it could be a fucking problem for you. Anything that's different, I guess. Any like potential red flags, like you know, you're in fucking Utah, white person, white person, white person, white person. All right, this is different now. What's what's the story? Why are these plates different? Like we don't want to, we don't like it. Yeah, we don't like it at all. No, they're gonna dig deeper. We like it, but they don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would I would fell into a YouTube hole of people knowing their rights, citing the First and Fifth Amendment, asking immigration <laughs> if they're being detained and getting off the hook. Like it, it can be done. I think I would panic and they would like just search my car. But they don't have a right. Like those checkpoints, technically, you're like volunteering to like give information. Sure. Now, yeah. Also, people I'm normally fucking... give up the goods because they don't want to be held up time wise. Yeah. And you want to comply and you want to cooperate with the law. Mm. But I don't know. Like, I'm white, so it'd be easy for me. Like, I don't know. I feel like you can... I just don't want to get beat the fuck up, man. Yeah, Those guys you have... You guys have bigger problems than, like, yeah. me when it comes to that shit. I mean, so. shit. I've seen people get beat the fuck up. <laughs> you feel me? They got them sticks. Yeah. Those flip sticks. Yeah. With the taser game out here now? Yeah. They can kill you without killing you out here. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. When they have to tell you which border point, north or south, is a safe one to go to, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know? That's real. I mean, but listen, man, people talk all this shit about, uh, you know, I mean, you know, we're joking around about every every fucking country has problems. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. And like, I lived in Amsterdam. Oh, for example, I lived in Amsterdam, right? And uh, for a couple of years, and <laughs> man, it was it was like, it was so, it was just like freeing. Like, as a person of color, it was like so freeing. It was like, oh, man, these people are so fucking progressive. I just felt like, felt like a fucking human. For the first time in my life, like, not looked at as, like, a black man, but just as a person first. Which which I, like, man, I love I love being black. I think it's the dopest shit in the world, man. For real. Put capes on all black people. Do it right now, right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, where you just looked at it as, mm -hmm. oh, okay, we're just all people kind of situation. Which sure. is why I, think, why I think most people want to go to. Just equality. That's what we've yeah. been talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> then it was one day. I woke up. It was a normal day, man. I was minding my business because that's what I tend to do. Mm -hmm. And I went outside and every person in Amsterdam was in blackface. Brother, there is a national holiday. There's a national holiday around Christmas time. At Christmas, their Santa Claus goes like through down the chimney and soot with the... Uh... Yo, man. <laughs> It was it was 
fucking what? horrifying. Now, once you found that out, were you relieved? Like, oh, no, it's chimney face. It's fine. I, I, I <laughs> I'm still on the fence about it. It <laughs> <laughs> was not a good look for anyone doing I'm that. So, I'm still on the fence. All right, so I was, I was with there's this dude named So to the, uh, so to the Traveler, incredible uh, barist, um, a Turkish cat living in Amsterdam, right? Um, and incredible DJ. He just, a matter of fact, he just did his ballroom set. Peace out to Baris, man. Baris. Cool, cool dude, man, right? And, um, a matter of fact, and, 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 to, and peace out to Red Light Radio. Are you familiar with Red Light Radio? No. It's like, um, you know, you heard a lot radio? It's like the lot, the lot radio of lot. Amsterdam. I heard a lot. Those stuff. But, I mean, he was there doing that and he didn't do it. So it was me, it was like this Turkish dude, right? And me were the only people that were just like not on it. <laughs> and we became very good friends after that, man. You yeah. know? Um, I don't know why people feel that. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't they didn't mean any harm by it, but it was just some weird tradition. Not a stigma. Not a stigma from it wasn't it wasn't that there was anything wrong. Uh, well, I don't know. Let me let me choose my phrase on this one. It wasn't that, that I don't think anybody there was doing anything wrong. That's like a traditional thing for them. Yeah. Not to say not to say that there there hasn't been they haven't been fucking ravaged by racism or whatever. They probably have. I mean, Amsterdam is I mean, is really, you know, nothing but New Amsterdam, which is New York. Right, mm-hmm. I went to. I've been to the original Brooklyn. Been to the original Harlem. <laughs> this is real yeah, talk. These are all places yeah, yeah. in Amsterdam, that's right? Na- yeah. So, so it's like. I mean, I don't know where the, all this stuff comes from, and I haven't done research on it, so I, I, I don't know. But I mean, it didn't seem like it was out of malice. Yeah. As it would be if it were here. Sure. You know. So. Yeah. Um, Given the context, maybe a cultural disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know. But I, I, I <laughs> not to say it's not fucking weird. Man. It's weird. No, I would. It wait. was strange. Yeah. I mean, me being from the U.S. and yeah. then I was like, I was like, man, we just kind of hung out inside. We listened to some records and just chilled. Was, <laughs> that sounds like a better. That day. That was a better day. Be around that. What's um, okay, guys, man. Where is you? What's your favorite venue right now? Like, venue is a whole different thing, right? Yeah, Central Jersey. It's like for the shit we play, we can't really do like restaurant gigs. Like we're kind of tapped for like. Why not? Uh, it's, I don't can't, know. won't, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I don't. Oh, I think can't. Like Car- where, where Caroline said, well, like I wish I could book you guys. Book but, yeah. Why? We're too heavy, too fast, too loud. Yeah. You know, too loud. Yeah, you're it's not pretty the right loud. Vibe. You know, you don't want people like fucking be eating dinner and like someone like screaming into a microphone playing like fast shit. You know. But places that I like to play now. Yeah. What's uh, your probably name? Asbury Park Brewery mm. for Jersey. Brewery's rad. That place is tight. Um. Oh, it's tough. It's mostly basements. Mostly I want to basement point out shows. that Jelani is drinking an entire Respect. bottle of Canadian salute of Seagrams right now, <laughs> which, <laughs> a, which actually Seagram seven, seven, which actually this in Canadian club is the official drink of Kojak. So piece of Kojak. <laughs> there we go. Piece of Kojak. <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? Well, Cheech, what do you think? What do you like? The spots in Trenton, Champs, and, Champs, you know Mill Hill. Mill yeah, Hill. Mill Hill. I think is fucking. We should play there more. Mill. Y- yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, we should. I'd yeah, fucking. Uh, but Trans, yeah, Trent's got a lot of fucking cool shit. Dude, Jersey's. Just Yo, I gotta tell you this story. It's just still too so trill I'll, out there. Still, we we gotta. I'm still looking at them with binoculars. Trent. Trenton and Nork. I'm still looking at it because it was so trill when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, for punk rock, the triumvirate is fucking Trenton, 
New Brunswick and Asbury. Yeah, yeah. right now. You know, yeah. it, it really, to me, that has always been, because even back in the day, you had like City Gardens and Trenton, you had the mid, early 90s to fucking late 80s to today with New Brunswick. Then with like the uh, Asbury, even like, the weird post-punk scene that they had in like the 80s when it was desolate yeah and no one was there and now like you have you know <clears throat> now it's super it, it's gentrified but it's nice and there's venues to play yeah it's I mean, you know like good, good for asbury also yeah, too I yeah mean, it's thriving man I, can't I mean yo man listen this is another thing you shit these businesses do need to stay open Whatever it takes in order to keep the businesses open, they have to be open. Dude, I say sure. this thing at work all the time. Here, take your money, not to fucking rob you. Right. You know, like, we need people, any business, a venue, whatever you do, we need people to come in and, you know, patronize our wares and all that shit and yeah. come and be involved and want to give in. And that's the fucking key, whether it be DIY or a small, like, local venue or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, like, for, for what is it, uh, Asbury Lanes? People, people were upset about, you know, what they did to Asbury Lanes. I'm like, yo, didn't the other Asbury Lanes shut down, though? And not for nothing, so maybe, so a bunch of other venues are booking way more shit well, now. Yeah. Asbury has uh, way more House, than House of Independence and the brewery took over the punk shows Asbury Lanes are doing, were doing. Sure. Yacht and Club, Asbury Music Lanes Foundation. Like kind of nicer indie things. So, like, it still found its home. I think people were upset that they felt like they built that place up as their home and, like, there's a community around it. Sure. And then they were, like, bought out, I think. I think the lanes were bought out. And everyone was laid off. Well, bought, well, but, bought, bought out, laid, laid off, or whatever. These things cannot happen if there is demand. If there's demand, listen, if they had, I'm sure, if they if they put together 10,000 signatures in that town, that wouldn't have went down. That would have been a little different. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, come on. I, I mean, mean I, I have, But then I've that had gives, the same... brings you the bigger picture. Asbury Park, man, the crazy gentrification of that over the years. The town fucking wants it. That town doesn't even have a fucking grocery store for the fucking local citizens who have been there it's for real. decades. It's real. You know, and yeah. that, you know, like, it's that whole fucking town, if you really fucking want to get into it, where are you going to go? Asbury has to go to Neptune. Sure, yeah. sure. You know it's fucking gnarly over yeah. there. Sometimes. But I mean, I'm and I'm not I'm not trying to take, into, take away. And oranges. No, for I'm not trying to take away any, anything anything from anyone over at Asbury Lanes. That was it. That was a scene. It was super dope. I remember being in there. I only went. I only been in Asbury Lanes maybe about one one two. Oh no, not one. Three to five times we around there. And every time I felt there, I felt like yo, the people who were in that building really really fucked with music and they loved what was going yeah, on. Yeah, Absolutely. But I mean, it has no, it has nothing to do with Asbury Lanes. Oh, you can even get away from that. Any place, right? Uh, things change. Things yeah. fucking change. Okay, yeah. And and if you yeah. can't, and if business wise, you can't change with the times. Like, dude, like shit. When I when I first started out, I started out on an MPC two thousand XL or two thousand, right? Yeah. Or MPC three thousand. The floppy, they have a floppy disk in yeah, it. Yeah, a floppy disk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you now you have it. Now you can put a terabyte in damn near in a phone. Yeah. You know, so so if you don't change with the times, I mean, you end up being left behind. That's Akai thing, ships right. NPCs with built-in like one gig of memory now. Yo, it's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool in with a weird the flash. Yeah, with the flash it. Dope. Yeah. It's fucking gnarly. For a hundred bucks, you walk out with a fucking four by four. And really, dude, you can plug it in your fucking laptop, run in a garage band. They give you the fucking free Ableton. Yo, load your shit up, so man. Fucked up. You, yo, dude, it was so fucked up with MP, man. Like, excuse me. Like, you had, for certain beats, if you had multiple samples, <laughs> or if you didn't know what the fuck you were doing sampling wise, like how to get it in there, 
with like, or you just wanted to go like high res, mm-hmm. right? Or high fidelity, man. It was five floppy disks for one beat. <laughs> for yeah. a beat. That's wild. Like shit. I somewhere in my attic, I got like floppy and floppy and floppy, just like of beats that I made from, Back you then. know, yeah, man. And it zips, jazz drives. Oh, dude, I Omega shit. 150 megabytes per disc, right? Dude. Some shit like that, 128. Dude. I remember those. What the fuck? What <laughs> the fuck? What you, I was going to say, you, they you had got? like a fucking cable where you could fucking wire it into the fucking back through one of those like SCSI ports on yeah, the yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah. You know what SCSI? No, I don't know what that is. Or SMPTE? Yeah. Oh, Dude. my God. Man, MIDI, MIDI time code? MIDI time <laughs> All right, all right. So, yo, ayo, hey, my I'm talking about internal clocks. I'm recording. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, MIDI MIDI is a little MIDI, bit different. Yeah. MIDI's different. Excuse me. MIDI. All right, this USB shit. Like, people talk about technology and whatever. Just, like, the thing the thing that I think technology is distinct <laughs> from my fucking life is USB. USB is, like, the biggest shit in the world to me. MIDI, man. MIDI was, I don't even know how many pins it was, but it was a fucked up pin amount, right? And it, and it's cables that, that were very finicky. It, it just really never worked. MIDI never worked, right? Mm-hmm. But it was the only way to sync. It was the only way to sync in between a reel-to-reel, right? Or sync uh, between, I mean, to to a to a uh, any kind of computer system or any kind of digital shit. Yep. It was the only way to keep time on a record. Was was it was SMPTE or MIDI time code, <laughs> right? Now 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 if MIDI if MIDI fucked up, right? Yeah. It would do what was it called? It was called a um, it's called a MIDI a MIDI freeze, I believe it was called. Where okay, if you had a, if you called a MIDI freeze during a session or doing whenever. It would play every note on the keyboard at once. Now I don't know. I don't know if you know, and it would play at the highest velocity. Jesus. So if you yep. so if you were at if you were in a studio and the shoe was very loud, done, done for any vibe cover. after that. Get there. <laughs> Fuck. Done for the That's vibes. Wild. But but like um, you know you have, you got all the you have all this shit and all the all these things that are just like, just fucking dead technology yeah but for some reason back. it's but no nah, but it sounded really good oh yeah you know like it sounded really good but it still does like we were saying before how you use it yeah you know? what do you use now what do you use now ableton man yeah i love ableton ableton is really really dope um every once in a while i'll pull out the mp we begin back in back into that secretly nice. um just like because I'm, I'm like mad fast on the mp and it's, it's back to that muscle memory thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah, just like, yeah, and like there's a thing to being able to use that. That's cool for live stuff. What's that? Oh, there's that YouTube channel, really good. Rhythm Roulette. I don't know. Oh yeah, I watch that all it's the so time. It's so sick, dude. They, yeah, they take someone, put them in a record store, pick out two records, like blindfold or whatever, and make beat beat of it. It's really neat. Yeah, yes, sir. There's an art to that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, we could. I I think we could wrap this shit up. Actually, we have to. Yeah. I got, um. Go on. We we have time for a couple more thoughts, but let's let's bring. No, it we got it. We got to definitely wrap it up. Right? Okay. I mean, when we started drinking out of the bottle, that was like okay indication <laughs> that maybe maybe it's time to go. I mean, home I was perfectly fine with no, that. Go yeah, home on a Tuesday. Yeah. For real. Tipsy the, Tuesday. There you go. I mean, what um, what do you want to see happen in New Brunswick? What do you think is uh is happening that's good? Because I like I like to accent the positive. Yeah. For and, sure. Uh, and negatives only challenges. 
The basement right. scene's a good thing. Sure. What you guys are doing is a good thing. Caroline, that whole crew. Hell yeah. Embrace it. Embrace DIY yeah, all day. And Liz. Yeah. And Liz and, and, and um, who is it? Uh, Evelyn? Yeah. Yeah. All doing cool. a good thing. Everyone's head's in the right place. I would love to see like a 200 crap all ages venue. I don't yeah. know if it can exist here, hmm. but we're working it, on it. It'd be, I, I know you. By that time we met, I was like, these guys are making moves. We're, being we proactive. are working on it, and it, and there's um and there's a lot of need for it, and I think we're gonna be able to make it happen. Yeah, it seems like the time is come. It's coming to that point in time where it, it needs to happen. People, there's enough people supporting it. So, yeah. I mean, what else? What else you got? For what? Good things going on in New Brunswick? Yeah, I mean, just like you know, things and things that you would like to see as well. That's cool too. I think I think more kids that go to Rutgers should know about the awesome music community that it has. And, like, aside from, like, you went to a party and there was some band playing, like, I think, like, they should know that. No, this is some of the best shit going on in the country. Like, bands that have gone on to fucking sell out PNC started here. Very true. So. I, think, I think, too, okay, what do you think about this? I mean, for, because, I, you know, I don't, I don't do the elitist shit, right? Um, there, there, there will be. I've had conversations with 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 kids in in um in at Rutgers, and I have many friends, uh, who are like uh you know New Brunswick basement show scene, uh you know cats not not even New Brunswick basement show scene but but cats who listen to music of that ilk, um don't listen to, or represent or or, or support. The other musical things that are going on in New Brunswick, which are, which is, you know, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of EDM DJs that are going on out here and they're kicking up. And a lot of those guys, a lot of the guys actually at started Rutgers University, I mean, are going on to some fucking places and playing for stadiums in other regards for different kinds mm-hmm. of music. So, I mean, what would you say to that? Like, what do you think? Do you think that? I, I think there's definitely elitism. Elitism? I elitism? Think is that, it elitism or elitism? I like elitism. Can we use that for forever now? It bounces a little more. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, I think there's always going to be that because it's clicky still. You're still going to get people that want to only run with their circle. I'm all for supporting whoever wants to do their thing. I don't, do you see like ever being integrated? Like you think there could ever be a bill with like an EDM guy and a, like a hardcore band? If we make it, absolutely. Yeah. And people um, are down with it and like receptive and open too. I think, man, people are way more receptive than you think. I think that the bands have to be cool with it. Yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of people in bands are, like, very carefully planning out every move, which I understand because, you know, you don't want to post a million things and dilute your reach. or Like, I get, it's a whole fucking thing. But I I don't know. There's just good shit going on, and I think if everyone, like, was just down for the cause, you have a good time. So Yeah, I, I, I look I, forward to your the thing in April. Fucking... Oh yeah, yeah. The Hub City Music Festival is going to be happening in a lot of different places. Was that a Boyd Park too? No, no, no. That's the Rock New Brunswick Festival, and I also told him to be helping helping out over there. Peace to Tracy, uh, to Sarah, and, and and everybody who's involved with Rock New Brunswick, and and gets local bands bread for what they do. Yeah, real talk. That's what's up. You feel me? And um, uh, peace to that whole crew. Um, I think I think that. Well, I mean, actually, you know. Uh, Rock New Brunswick is going to be in a different location this year, and I think I think that it's going to be a really really cool thing, really cool actually, like really really cool. Because yes. um, Boy Park can be difficult to navigate for college students. Sure, you know it can be difficult to get to, and you know it's a lot of space as well. When you have a whole bunch of space and and a growing scene, it can be difficult. So I think um, 
right now, man, I mean, the things, the things that, there's some things that are, are, are about to go on that I think are, are going to take, because, I mean, what is this? Is this all the place? It's all just like some, some rock, whatever thing that we're living on. And um, the only thing that makes it unique and distinctive is us, right? Yeah. And we're we're and we're in, in in this town. And rather than to be uh, so so kidding and so rigid, and be so rigid at a young age, because all of us, I mean, even in the very ages in this room, we're still young men. I mean, yeah. we're 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 not going to die of natural causes for a a minute. Hopefully, God, yeah. Lord willing. Fingers crossed. So so it's um you know, I mean, a bus game is real. Getting hit by a bus is my it's hard. <laughs> All right, so but but I think I think that there are things that we can do, you know, we can do that you are already doing with this podcast, and it seems like you're doing also too with um with uh, uh, being involved with a lot of different show houses and whatever. And then Jelani, I mean, you've been out here for a long period of time, and then you know I'm I'm doing the best that I can. This is important, yeah. you know. It really, this is you know what the most important thing, in my opinion, in New Brunswick is the dialogue. The dialogue gets lost. People aren't able to actually, like, I want I want a, a kid who, like, frequents all the Dage parties at New Brunswick to talk to a basement show sure, kid. Sure. Those are two completely different people, probably. Yeah. But that's what college is for. You're supposed to meet new, different yeah. people. Yeah. So you can do new, different things going forward in order to change what the fuck is going on in the world. Yeah. That's, that used to be what college is about, right? Yeah. yeah I agree. So. I think the beauty, too, is, like, a lot of people have stuck around. Like, it's a college town, but there's people that know that there's something good in this town that are still here and, like, pushing them to make more things happen. So Sure. Yeah. yeah man. It's going to happen. It's already happening. But it's, it's, it's an ebb and flow. It comes and goes in this town. It has for the last two decades, you know? Like, yeah. Sure. Sometimes it recedes. Sometimes there's a lot of fucking rad shit. We're yeah. right. There's a lot of rad shit going on right now. And there's always going to be right poor people. More. Who are down with it? There's always gonna be people that are down. Yeah, to make it happen. There's history here, man. There's yeah. history here, and it's being passed along and passed down. I mean, one of the things that that um that we're not afforded the privilege, you know, um of uh, experiencing is, you know, New Brunswick is a transient city in that Rutgers University is only four years. Yeah. So you're gonna lose, <clears throat> you're gonna lose everyone, and then everyone yeah. comes back. You know, there's only twelve different character types, like really in the world so so like you meet i mean i've met so many of the same people you know just from like like every class that comes in it's all it's like almost the same human beings but i think i think that and and, and i mean that in a great way yeah there's common ground between people always yeah i mean everyone's individual but like people are more common than they think so sure so but one of the things that we we i believe should do is um come up with a unified front um, just across between between Rutgers University, uh, the city of New Brunswick itself, and whatever independent faculties, that is is a council to speak about issues in art, like like that 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 has to happen. If it does not happen, then every four years the basement show scene is going to re, re going to recycle. Yeah, and it, and we'll lose perspective on the bigger goal, which is more more bands and artists being heard, and more people being privy to what goes on in this wonderful town called New Brunswick. It's real. So yeah, yeah. No, that's a great idea. I, I just want to like. It sounds like we we're doing some real sophisticated, just like for a hot second we got real serious. But I just want <laughs> I want to I want I want you guys to know that I'm looking at a lamp that is made of a leg. Yep, made of a leg right now. 
It's a small lamp. Fishnet. Fishnet. Fishnets with a high heel stockings on there. Right. A little bit of perspective for the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just want to put everybody in the zone. Yeah. It got too serious. And, um, yeah. No, yeah. No, there's there's good things that are going to happen. I think it is imp- I counseling would be cool cuz that way you're not starting from scratch every four years. Sure, too. man. Go but, I mean, what if what if uh, you know, people went and talked to uh Andrew Spinner over Spinner Records, man, who who actually was one of the person to implement the switch theory. You know, like okay, like you got you got all the cats with all different all the um all the uh, show venues with all different names, right? Yeah. And then, you know, because it ain't always on the square what's going down in these basements as far as fire, fire department is concerned, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah, let them do what whole, they want to do. Yeah. It's bullshit. You feel me, like, for real? Yeah. But, like, but like, um, you know, he was like, all right, cool, we all got different names. Nobody knows what the address is. Everybody switch names. <laughs> and you, you never know who's who. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like, there's a lot of history and a lot of people right around who did stay in town. Andrew yeah. Spinner and Jesse did stay in town and, and and um buy to buy vintage. Who's over there? It's um uh is it neat? Yo, listen, both of you over buy to buy vintage. I, I I'm I'm whack right now for not remembering you. Please, I hope you don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, buy to buy vintage. I mean those those are Rutgers University students who stayed in town. They yeah. opened the local business. There's, really a, there's a reason people stick around here. Yeah. You know? And you shit. You stuck around? We're all doing our thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. For sure. We're well, not gonna let you leave. <laughs> nah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, man, thank you for having me. Yeah, for yeah. real. Thanks, man. Anything you wanna, anything you wanna like, tell people to check out. Anyone still sitting in there? I mean, shit. Get your plugs in, man. Check out Choke Artists, man, all day, man. It's, it's shit that that Thanks, uh, that's going on in here, and I mean, I'm about to catch uh, probably the little baby tour of the rest of the stuff in this crib. It's really cool and exceptional what you're doing here, and please keep doing it. Uh, as a as a native of this city, I'm glad to have you. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Poop. That's it. Don't do it. Peace out. Hey, listen, if you go, check this out. If you go to somebody, if you go to somebody's crib or their establishment, right? No number twos. Yeah. We must stop and the no and no monsters. breaking the water. Heaters. No breaking the yeah, water heaters. Respect the water heaters. That's, that's respect crazy. The water heater. All right, we're out. I like your logic. <laughs> <laughs>